I don't know how to bring this back. We are so far gone right now. Because I don't I don't have dialogue to talk. <laughs> Send in the Fenbots. <laughs> this is what happens when we're all tired. And, and it's <laughs> we midweek. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin the show in a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with some important safety information. Three sheets to the mouse may contain language and subject matters that aren't suitable for smaller aviators, so listener discretion is advised. When the intro music begins, please take a seat and partake of any carry-on items. This includes bottles, flasks, cans, fine cigars, and skin mags. Okay, let's review. That is F-bombs, earmuffs, get drunk, smoke them if you got them, and send nudes. Anything else? Oh yeah, enjoy the show. Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And justice deliciously squared. Be prepared. <laughs> oh man, well, hello everyone, and welcome to episode 183 of Three Sheets the Mouse. We're the podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney, from parks to movies to dining. We'll cover everything Disney has to offer, including their drinks. So tonight, I am still uh, joined currently, we'll see how long it lasts, by Maria. Hello. Tim. Guten Tag. (laughs) Adam. Gesundheit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, grab yourself a, uh, a dunkle, and uh, let's let's go to Epcot, guys. What do you say? And away we go. Sure. Yeah, just like Sounds that. Good to me. I don't even have to do a recipe for a dunkle. You just you just you go get one, and then you enjoy it. And then you drink it. Yeah, that has got to be. Then you dunkle it. Uh huh. Uh, you <laughs> did? Did you dink all? Of, did you dunk all of it? I, uh, I I I don't have them very often here. In my region, like none of the craft beer craft breweries have have a dunkle, and there's not really any of them for sale in the the coolers anywhere. And it's like, but when I go visit other places, I, I like a dunkle. They, I I don't. This is actually uh, dunkle season in Pennsylvania. Is it really? Yeah, our dunkles come around usually around the beginning, of, late summer, beginning of fall. That's funny because I had my first dunkle right before summer. Oh. I, uh, I really like yeah, uh, I, I was I was with uh, with James Goodman and um, I mean obviously Jennifer and and and, uh, and their daughter and we were up uh, up in the Gatlinburg area and they had a little a little dunkle wagon. A dunkle wagon. Dunkle wagon. Well, it was a beer no. wagon, but they had dunkle there. I call it dunkle wagon. I got two dunkles. I got those dunkles. Deutsch dunkles. Do, do Deutsch? No. Well, <laughs> we're, we're the gunkles. Bye. Vi Dunkles. Vi Dunkles. Vi is two? Yes. Yes. It don't make any fucking sense. Nope. Yes. Eins, Vi, Nope. I'm going to smack you in the face with my Rosetta Stone. That is some bullshit. No way, (laughs) Vi. No, it's it's Vi. 
Well, it's Bye. whatever. It's Bye. Bye. And the only reason Still. why I know that is... Is it Schoffdenoff de Pap? Schoffdenoff <laughs> That's de French. That's just French. <laughs> All I know is you're supposed to put a shot of gin in that. No, wait. I might no, be wrong because oh. Eins by Try is... Try. Yeah. So is from Cool Run... That's the only reason I know that is from Cool Runnings, and that's the Swiss. So... No, it's Eins, Zwei, Drei, Vier, Fünf, Sechs, Sieben, Acht, Neun, Zehn. I speak German. <laughs> well, you can count to ten in it. Great. I can count to ten in it, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's okay. it. And I can say Volkswagen. <laughs> I had, I had five uncles. Farfik Nugent. Farfik Nugent. I was far from puking. But it was early in the day. Uh, well, that thank day. God. Well, uh, Tim, what are, what are you drinking there? You showed me your glass earlier. You got a, you got like a one finger or something tasty. Looks it like it was two fingers, but well, uh, four roses, single barrel select. Mm. I need to pick up some four roses. I haven't had that in a while. Adam, are you same. having the same? Same yes. I like it. I like it. It just moves the show along. That's what we need. Maria, slow us down. What have you got? I've got some four roses. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we, we discussed Four Roses, I want to say, on the last episode. Yes, and yes, I yes. said, you wouldn't like this, Maria, because it's got bourbon in it. Yes. And she turns around and says, I like I Four d- Roses. I, actually, <laughs> I can tolerate Four Roses. I can't, I don't really like it. She wouldn't like the small batch. No, because no, small batch is bourbon. Um, I am embracing my basic whiteness girl basic white girlness. <laughs> I'm having a, a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having a pumpkin no, spice no, that's latte. what her admin's having tonight. And not my wife. I've got I've got a scarf on and some tall <laughs> boots <laughs> and a chunky sweater. No the vest of um, Han Solo vest. vest. <laughs> Han Solo vest with the Uggs. No, I am. I am uh, no summer, summer basic. <laughs> so I'm drinking a spike seltzer, uh, Bon Vive. This one, Ooh, I, have, I have Bon Vive. I have, I have two of them, and so right now I'm drinking the mango, and then the next one's gonna be grapefruit. Um, the mango's okay. The grapefruit is really good. <laughs> I actually wish I would have gotten a 12 pack of just the grapefruit. Because that would go down super so easy. So these better than the Landing Kugel ones you were drinking? Oh, the Landing Kugel was fucking garbage. Like, hot trash, lighted on fire. It was worse than drinking. That is how trash gets hot. Licking, licking yeah, shit, usually. I think. Well, it could also be in compost. Those. Yeah. yeah, compost gets hot. Did, okay. did, did you say it was like liquid shit? Because that's what mm-hmm. I heard at the end of your... Okay. Yeah. Well, you um, know so what? now there out goes of our Landing ones... Kugel sponsor. <laughs> Out of all the ones that you've tried, which have been your favorite, like, seltzer things? Because you've tried, like, Uh, the whole slew of them. Like, the truly, the untruly. The the untruly. (laughs) The fakely. The fakely. She's like, she's like basic 9,000, really. They all kind of taste the same. Have you had the Smirnoff? The Smirnoff seltzer? No, I haven't. Not yet. Oh, I, I I had some of those. They were they were low enough in the carbs. Were they were they decent or were they like really shitty? Taste yes. wise, they didn't taste like anything. All right. See, I like the ones with a little bit of flavor yeah. to them. There was one that I had that really just tasted like seltzer. That wasn't good. I yeah. genuinely think 
that they're using subliminal marketing on this and they're putting a color on the can yeah. and you think it tastes like the color on that's the LaCroix. can. That's LaCroix. No, LaCroix that's does LaCroix. That. Oh. When they just shout the flavor over the cup <laughs> and pray that it gets in there. It was, it was in the vicinity of that flavor. You are going to taste like passion fruit! <laughs> they put it. They put it in a room with the fruit on the side before that's they like, can it. That's and like that blackened whiskey where they. You just pull a can of LaCroix out of your bar. They play bar. Metallica music. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna blast Metallica at the whiskey, and it's gonna be blackened. <laughs> no, it's gonna be not good. Yeah. No. Well, Matt, yeah. I can tell you what. I don't know a whole lot about whiskey, but I know it that that good. whiskey is fucking garbage. Yeah, it's really not good. I had heard the second series. <clears throat> is a little better, but the first series was like Turpentine. Like, well, did they play Enter Sandman? What, what did they play a different song for? Apparently there are <laughs> different the mixes. <laughs> no, they is didn't it? play anything from St. Anger, that's for sure. <laughs> it was a lot more mellow. It was just Hero of the Day. Just, just like, that's all they did. Yeah, you take one sniff of that shit and you can... It would you just don't need a nose yeah. hair trimmer anymore. You just take a sniff of blackened. Do you normally have a problem with your nose hairs, Maria? I use a nose hair trimmer. Huh. Have you met Todd? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Maybe no. you don't understand. I've not met them. That yes, you have. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Several many times. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for asking, Maria. Tonight I'm having some wild turkey rare breed. <laughs> Barrel proof that was muled to me twice and a half. <laughs> Oh, well, or shipped half, huh? to me. Well, it was once and a half. I don't know. It, it you know, I had problems first time, but old uh, Sheeter Daryl Lindsay uh, posted this to me, and I, I'm enjoying it. That was a yeah. That was a good bottle. That is really good because when you think wild turkey, you don't think really good. No, and that was the first time I think I've ever had wild turkey, and I was skeptical about it. And yeah, and, and yeah, it's at 116.6 uh, proof. Uh, it's hot. I like it. It's very hot. Excuse me. Wasn't that, wasn't that one of the, what's the three wise men shots? The, oh, do you know what I'm what, talking about? Oh, Frankincense uh, and uh, something else. No, not Frankincense and myrrh. Isn't From it, Letterkenny? Right. What are, uh, I forgot what, it what was. are all three of that? Is wild turkey one of them? Maybe that doesn't make sense because it's not a man. Because I thought it was it's like, a, I, mean, a I was Tom. like Jack. Johnny, Johnny Jack, and, Jim, and Jose. Johnny Walker, Jim Beam, and Jack Daniels. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Jack, Jim, and Jack. Why I thought yeah. it was Wild Turkey, I don't have any fucking clue. <laughs> we had some Jim Beam, too, that was a single barrel of Jim Beam, and it was actually it was pretty good. good. I'm finding that the single barrel stuff is better than the regular stuff, that, like a well, lot of the low-end whiskeys. Yeah, out. that price point. Well, let's get ourselves sufficiently lubricated because we are drinking around the world, but only in one place tonight. We're only going to Germany tonight. Farfid That's why Dugans. I said Dunkel earlier, and, and we had Dugan. the Farfugnugan, and, and we, we got, we learned how to count to ten. Don't remember any of it. Itch. Nope. No, nope. that's Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Itch ni sashi is Japanese. Yeah, that's when, they, and then they open up your clam. Yeah. <laughs> no beer. Um, we're gonna we're just, we're we're moving around uh, Epcot as we have, and we we have made it to Germany. We're going counterclockwise, isn't it? Or is it clockwise? We're going the wrong it's one way. of the two. 
No, yeah, we're, yeah. we're guess so because we didn't start, start in Mexico. Mexico. There's a method to this madness. Uh, There's a madness to this method too. Because it, if if you start in uh, the UK area, by the time you get to Mexico, hope you got your climbing shoes on. That's true. If you come through the international gateway, which is how most of, uh, I mean, that's how we usually come in. You hang Bougie. a, you hang a left. No, fuck. You hang a right, and you go to France, and you go that way, and then you end in the UK, and then you go back out the International Gateway. I like starting in France because I get more adventurous the more I go that way, the other way, I've noticed. Like, I'll try more things, like, in Mex if I start in Mexico, I'm doing the shot of tequila, and then I'm getting my next favorite thing from Italy. I get more adventurous the drunker I get, so, you know, I'm going to try something stuff. a little different. Yeah. Tonight, we are all about Germany. Um, it's a little bit of a Disney DHD in-depth on uh, the Germany pavilion, because, you know, we, you go around Epcot, and you're making your tour through World Showcase. You're getting your drinks, you're getting your snacks. Then um, you get to Germany, and it's just like, it, it is just a bevy of uh, places to, to, to grab a drink and grab a snack and get, get an authentic pretzel. <laughs> or heaven forbid, you, you go and you get some... Uh... Caramel coochie. Caramel coochie. <laughs> caramel coochie. Listen, ain't nobody sticking no caramel in my coochie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of waxing? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do a little more than wax. You take off the top layer of skin with that. So we exfoliate. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 part of the three sheet spa uh, package that we offer. Yes. <laughs> Ma'am, I just want to warn you, don't be alarmed. You're a little red down there. <laughs> it'll be it'll go in a couple days. It'll scab when the new over. layer of skin grows yes. over. When it scabs over, don't pick at it. <laughs> Your husband's going to love it because it smells like Werther's and he'll think of his grandma. Oh, oh no. If you really want to get the whole thing, hide some mothballs under the bed. It'll be perfect. <laughs> and you get this free doily. Jesus Just put Christ. it over the back of the couch or chair in the uh, in the room. And a toilet paper koozie. <laughs> All right, I've never seen a toilet army. paper koozie. <laughs> what? I've never seen a toilet paper You've never koozie. Never seen a toilet paper koozie? Oh, oh my god. The knitted oh, like toilet knitted paper ones? hat. <laughs> no, I've seen them like... for like Kleenex boxes. Nope. No, the toilet paper koozies is usually a half a doll on top and it looked like she was wearing one of those big hoop skirts. Like dresses. Poofy dresses. Mm hmm And yeah. it's just to hide a roll of TP. Yep. yep. Correct. No, man, flaunt that shit. It's 2020. <laughs> make, it, make it rain, Tolman. You make yeah, that right. you Make her do the can can, and you're like flash I've got people a with it. <laughs> See, that's why you you have to hide your TP underneath the doily dolls. That's what yeah, you need no, to do. No, no, no. So that nobody steals it from you. Put put the good put the good put put the good shit out. Put the cheap shit on the roll, but the good shit on the pole. On display. Does that make yeah. any sense? <laughs> yep. The good shit gets hidden underneath the doily doll, is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Accurate. Now, we've got a previous episode where we did a little bit of an armchair Imagineer throughout the uh, the Germany Pavilion, because it was supposed to have an attraction uh, go into it. It didn't, didn't make it. didn't make it in there. 
But we're going to go in-depth to what we do have. Maybe we'll touch on uh, what we're supposed to have. So who who, want, who wants to go first? Who's got uh, the Gozintas? The what? The Gozintas. The, the stuff that goes into Germany. Oh. <laughs> we all got the stuff that goes into Germany, but... Well, I mean... I think we should start with the actual history and... The architecture. That would be, that would be Adam. Hey, all right. Okay. Adam's got the short straw. He's well, <laughs> yeah. This is a bit of a hot mess of a section. Um, because you have to think about when the pavilion was actually being designed. So you're looking at late 70s and early 1980s. So what was going on in Germany in the late 70s and early 1980s? There was a wall. There were two of them. <laughs> I was rounding so you had down. E- yeah, you had East Germany and West Germany. And in order for Disney to make a cohesive and kind of like plow the road between it, they kind of focused on shared German traditions. So, of course, the original design did actually have an attraction based on the Rhine River. And it was supposed to be a cruise down Germany's most famous rivers in the Rhine, the Tober, the Ruhr, and the Iser. I am sure I'm killing the pronunciations of all these words right now. Detailed miniatures of famous landmarks would also be seen on the river cruise, including the Cologne Cathedral. There was also an idea for another attraction that not really talked about as much as the river cruise, and that was going to be the Matterhorn bobsleds were supposed to actually be placed somewhere in there, even though they're in Sweden. Or Switzerland, one of the two. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Obviously, Disney never constructed either one of these things, and it was supposed to be actually a future expansion, but never received funding. Um, the only thing that you can kind of see that's still left is the entrance gate, and that's in the foyer to the right of the beer garden entrance. They now use that as another dining area and a mural-covered wall that actually closes off the space behind it that was supposed to be the load and the unload section for the attraction. So, like, it's sort of like they had... They really thought they were going to put this in, but it's obviously not going to happen. Now for the interesting part. The part that kind of... It's all over the place. Everything I researched contradicted something else when it came to the architecture. So it's designed to look like just a typical German village or town, and it's supposed to represent different versions of history from the country. It's the Platz Square, which is the main square, is has a statue of St. George and the Dragon. And it's in the Bavarian, t- it's supposed to be in the Bavarian town of Rothberg. And there's other words after that I'm not gonna be able to say. <laughs> Um, But the problem is, these statues are actually found throughout Bavaria. They're not just this one particular area or this one particular statue. The story goes about St. George is that on a pilgrimage to the Middle East, he rescues a princess that's offered as a sacrifice to a dragon. Obviously, what dragon doesn't ask for a human sacrifice? So he turns around and saves her, and he tames the dragon and eventually kills the dragon. So, like I said, there's no true place that this might be placed on. They they think it's this one area, but there's no definite link. There's also the clock tower, 
And again, I've read stuff that said it's based off the Glockenspiel in Munich. It's based off of clock towers that you can find in Frankburg and Freiburg. I, it also could be inspired by Rothenburg. There, there's no true place that they based anything from the German pavilion on. The only thing that's kind of like the Glockenspiel is that every hour on the hour, male and female come out from behind the closed doors to ring the bell. So, and I think a lot of the reasoning for this is they kind of had to go as middle of the road and basic as they could as to not to offend either anybody visiting from East or West Germany at the time. And it just made it this hodgepodge of we're not going to make it one area. We're going to take in aspects that you can find throughout Germany. And this way they can say, oh, no, you did this based on East Germany or you did this based on West Germany or it's too East German or it's too West German. Other thing I can tell you, there is a handy Mickey. I can tell you about it if y'all think I should or just leave it out. No, tell us. Okay. So if you're facing Germany, you have to look at the second floor of the building to the right where there are three suits of armor. The crown of the third one has the hidden Mickey. There's also a hidden Mickey in a spot that somebody else is going to talk about. And there's a, there's a one in the train area. And there's one in the ironwork holding the hanging baskets near the teddy bear shop as well. So there's actually three in this pavilion. Well, feel free if I miss mentioning the hidden Mickey. Uh, yeah, jump I in. Yeah, yeah, I don't, if part. it's my in research. my area, I certainly don't <laughs> know about it. Spoiler alert. Well, I missed well, it. Well, the one by the train, I figured you would you would get the train area one. I didn't do research on it, that one. No. But there, by the um, by the hanging baskets near the teddy bear shop is the other hidden Mickey. Huh. And then there's one in the train area. But I'd have to research that one. I always forget to look for them. We used to do it all the time. We even bought the book. Mm-hmm. But it got to be too much because that's all we were focused on is finding all the hidden Mickeys. I just now never, we just, I, like, we I never think them. about it. Yeah, if we happen upon them, we happen upon them. If not, I think it'd be more fun without the book. That way, you just kind of, oh look, that's a hidden Mickey, and it's organic. Wait, but I mean, I think this would be fun to do with kids. To be honest, to be really honest with you, because you could set them loose and say, hey, listen, there are three hidden Mickeys. Yeah, and they can help them out if you get. And you have the book. You tell them find the hidden Mickeys. And then you can get have them get warmer or colder. It's it's a free activity, really. You only got to do is pay whatever the book cost is, maybe eleven bucks. There's also websites dedicated to them, so you can just do a little bit of research and say, can you find the? It's like finding the hidden Pascals in that area in the um, in Magic Kingdom and mm-hmm. the tangled toilets. Yes, which I still can't find all of the Pascals. I don't. I find them We're all fun. of them, and then I yeah. promptly forget where they are. Yeah, <laughs> I drink. <laughs> I can find two of them regularly, and then well, the other ones. Well, standing right behind Memento Mori, there's like three of them right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, fuck! <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you walk around the other side of that little garden area, like going towards the bathrooms, you can see the other ones. I I find those are the ones that I find, the ones that are like in the creek little riverbed yes. thing. I find those very easily. The other ones, I'm like, I don't fucking know where anything is at. But that's when you make the kids find them. Can you imagine Kellen trying to look for fucking hidden Mickeys? 
though. I think gets, if you gave him he the... He'd get so frustrated, he would... Yeah, he'd get so he'd, worked up and upset that he couldn't find him. He'd scratch you. you make it a game, though. You don't... <laughs> he's into... He's feral. <laughs> he is into he scratching is right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. like full-on, like... <laughs> you better get his ass deep hawed. Uh, Seriously. Those hands would be chopped off. I'm gonna yeah. whip your nails out from the nail bed. Right? Here's, here, here, here you go, Stumpy. Well, then he, he makes you, you feel... You did this to yourself. He makes you feel so bad, because then he cries, and he's like, you're not supposed to hit me. I'm like, well, you're not supposed to fucking Not supposed scratch. to fucking scratch me. Seriously, I'm going to go into school tomorrow, and people are going to think I'm having a crazy sex life. No, it's just my five-year-old getting angry and scratching the shit out of my back. Not the kind of scratch they marches I want. They shouldn't be able to see your back. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, she wears her backless dresses a lot to school. Oh, I do. Yeah. So, you know. Bikinis. You know, she likes to be very formal when she's yes, on Yes, I school. do. Yeah. Strapless just like in case, you and know, backless. Just in case, you know, if you have to, like, break out in the tango, just, yeah. you know. Like, no, yeah, and it's short. No. Short. <laughs> That's really it. There really isn't too much to go on about the creation of this. Because, like I said, they had to be so careful. It sounds like they just went stereotype. They had to. Let's yeah. just do a basic German stereotype it, well, from that 20 years all ago. Of Epcot? <laughs> Not really, because, I mean, when you think of some of the other pavilions that we did, they have specific landmarks. Well, and, and the other pavilions had the countries involved, so, like, Correct. who did Germany have involved? I could not find anybody that it was, or anybody saying that it was banked by German. Well, because it I was think too, they just wanted they it. were two separate exactly they were separate so and again, it sounds like it's more of a do, Bavarian theme than a Bavarian. traditional germ like German well, I mean, theme it is, like an Alps it theme it is <laughs> traditional yeah. German it is true like the pavilion itself is traditional <clears throat> German like I said you will <clears throat> see these statues throughout all of Bavaria you would see these you would see these things everywhere but that because you would see them everywhere, they could use it. Right. They wouldn't use a specific <clears throat> landmark from just one uh, one side because they couldn't. Because <laughs> then where's the representation from the other side? And it just, it, it, right. it, it would just be ugly. So it, it just became, we're going to go as safe as we possibly can. Which I got to think and is really frustrating, frustrating to an Imagineer. Because 100%. you're just like... You know, here's something cool. It's like, nope, that's on the east side. You can't do it. But, mm -hmm. damn it. Man. So it's like almost over-imagineering something by taking so much away from it. Just the amount of effort they had Correct. to find uh, middle Things ground. that were safe. Maybe that's... It was very... It was a safe, safe... And you know what? I, ha I had never thought of that. About the whole... You know, when Epcot was, uh, was being built and everything. That, that, that was during... The East and West German mm -hmm. uh, yeah. business, and, and yeah, that maybe that was part of the reason why they didn't do the ride. And there was just never the funds for the yeah. ride. Epcot was extremely over budget, like everything else. <laughs> so, and it was planned for the expansion that never happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, th I don't think very many of the Phase Twos actually. No. no. Actually, I don't think any of the phase two. Actually. Yeah, we're like in phase. Phase one's got built. Yeah. So, like Adam mentioned, yes, there is a train 
in the Germany Pavilion, and I have uh, I always walk past it, and take a gander at it because it's cool. It is just one of those little. It's a curiosity, I would say. Uh, as I go through there, it, it debuted in 1995 for Food and Wine. It's a Lehman Grossbahn G scale model railway. I don't know what any of that means, but if you are like into trains, you do. <laughs> um, I, I I found out in my research that it's called the Romantic Road. Which there is a sign at the railway that says the Romantic Road was like whatever that means. I thought it was the pathway that you smooch behind, but no. Uh, the Romantic Road is actually named for a, a tourist route that is located between Würzburg and Fusen regions in South Germany, and it was discovered. Uh, I mean, not really discovered. Like you know, there was some fucking pilgrimage to get there, but it was made popular by tourists around the year 1950 or during the 50s during the expansion of the Bavarian and the Bad. I'm trying to read all these words for the first time right now and sound like like a competent individual, it's not going to come off well. <laughs> nope, that's why I skipped some of the words. Um, that, um, the expansion of the Bavarian and the modern Württemberg Highway. Uh, today, you know, the journey on the Romantic Road is uh, thought of as a great experience because you can visit several historical sites as you travel across it. Um, the Romantic Road in Germany, it winds its way from Würzburg, like I said, to Fusen. In southern Germany and then through the countryside and the villages and you get to see a wealth of German history along the way uh, and it dates back to the Middle Ages and the route was used as a trade road but then like I said the 50s uh, it got romanticized by tourism and it liked to highlight areas that were considered to offer authentic German architecture dining vistas and lodging uh, the most famous site along the Romantic Road is uh, the Neuschweinstein Castle which um, was built by Ludwig II of Bavaria. He hired a theatrical set designer rather than an architect to build or to design this castle. And that is uh, the castle that Sleeping Beauty is modeled after in Disneyland. However, you will not find the Neuschweinstein Castle on the Romantic Road in Epcot because just like you won't see a Disney princess in two spots at the same time, Sleeping Beauty Castle only exists in Disneyland. The Romantic Road in the Germany Pavilion, however, which is sometimes called, you know, the, the German Railroad or the Miniature Railroad, whatever. Um, it's a collaboration amongst uh, various fields of Imagineering and Horticulture, uh, WDW Design, and they got together and created the area the miniature trains are, are running across to create this Bavarian village and pay a a respect to the culture of Germany. Um, they, they've got like, you walk, and I walk past it and I think, okay, I, I see green, but I don't acknowledge the fact that they've just got little bitty tiny bushes and, and stuff to act to look like trees, to add some greenscape uh, to this railway. And you know, if, you see, if, if you've gone and you've uh, feasted in beer garden and you've had several of those or are they half-gallon flagons of ale they serve you? The big fucking... Glad the, the steins you get, whatever, how many, 32 ounces yes. of beer. This is where you just want to let all that settle. You just want to walk out, go to the railroad and watch it. Um, 
it, it, it is it's a fun environment, and they actually have uh, a little, uh, they theme it for the different festivals, you know, uh, for Christmas, Flower Garden, Food and Wine. You'll see miniature marketplace booths added to it, and uh, festive topiaries. And at, at one time during uh, the Kim Possible thing they had there, which was then replaced by Prairie Platypus, but during the Kim Possible World Showcase Adventure, you could find glowing-eyed zombies that uh, that ran amok down there when Professor Dementor was, was in control of uh, World Showcase. Uh, but if you go there during a, a festival and look, you will see teeny, teeny, teensy, tiny banners that mimic the festival banners you see all the way around World Showcase. Uh, even though this is a, a miniature railway, it has seen some closures and refurbishments. Uh, after Food and Wine completed in 95, they pulled it out and uh, folks was pissed off because this was immediately a beloved uh, attraction, I guess. I don't know what you call it. Uh, enhancement uh, to World Showcase. And uh, folks were so mad Disney brought it back and they gave it a permanent spot there. And then in 2008, it had temporary closure because they, they went through section by section pulling the existing track out and upgraded it to a magnetic track because uh, the squirrels were having fun knocking the trains off the tracks as they went around. <laughs> they still do. Well, I mean, yeah, you can still knock them off. It's not as easy uh, since they've, they've given it magnetic they tracks. they got a running start Don't now. Unver- Yes. Don't uh, ever underestimate I've a squirrel. Never, oh, no. Uh, I will never <laughs> underestimate a I've never seen a train off its tracks. <laughs> really? No. I've seen them, almost, like, lying yeah, on the almost side. Every no. time you go, there's at least one train lying on its side. It, it, is, it is more often, um, I, I think, when they upgraded the magnetic tracks, because there for a little while, they only ran the engines. They didn't have any cars behind them. And then when they got the magnetic tracks, they decided to add a few cars behind the engines, which made them, again, a little unbalanced and uh, uh, easier for the squirrels to, to beat them down. And the whole thing comes down to Hair Conductor got sick and tired of having to get off his ass and go up there and put trains back on the track. So, you know, they're magnetic now for, for, for what it's worth. Uh, but again, absolutely worth stopping by to take a look at because the, the details in this village... Uh, would be worth their own show if you could get off on the side of that railing and spend some time looking at them because, I mean, no one really gets a chance to dig too deep into it. But it, it does actually show the different cities that you would visit on the Romantic Road. They're kind of represented as, as you go through there. Uh, and certainly if you've, if, you've, if you've, you know, as a traveler toured that, then you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about because I've not toured that or traveled it but aside from the railway which is one form of entertainment uh, you have there uh, like many pavilions throughout Epcot Germany's had basically a, a potpourri of entertainment acts over the years some have been musical acts some have been just basically performance based acts and, and you know but what did they smell like uh, mulberry. You said potpourri. Mulberry. <laughs> potpourri always either smells like mulberry bush or cinnamon. Those are the two. There you go. <laughs> Vanilla will not cover up a fart. No sense in putting that over your seashells in the back of the toilet in the bathroom. Right, right next to your toilet paper koozie. That's right. Because it smells like worms. <laughs> <laughs> your bathroom smells so bakery and caramely esque. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love flavored it. Febreze. That's, that's, where do you bake a loaf, Maria? <laughs> well, I mean, I know where I drop a loaf. <laughs> but I'm not baking in there. So fair enough. I guess I should have said, where are you proofing? But that's bakery talk. Uh, so like... So sp- <laughs> Speaking of loaves, uh, some of these acts have been musical, some have been performance-based, and there was at least one that was a little bit of both. Uh, most of the entertainers um, in the early days uh, in Germany, they had like a small temporary temporary kind of stage set up uh, as their home performance location, and, and this was only during it was, uh, the festivals. Um a more permanent stage in Epcot was built in spring of 2016, and it it, it it looks like it looks like a gingerbread house. It looks like a gingerbread house. It looks like it you could have plucked it literally out of the Norway Pavilion and put it in Germany, and it'd been fine. And I didn't realize how much architecture stylings they shared until this episode, and I should have known that ahead of time. <laughs> and, and I mean, Norway looks different than the Journey Pavilion because they went more with like the old school with the stave church and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But really, just looking at this, it looks like it could plop right in front of the entrance queue to Broken Ever After. It would look fine. Uh, I've never actually seen it in person, which goes for most attractions in Disney. I, I guess I didn't notice it because there wasn't a musical act there. It's just kind of off the side where it used to be a festival booth, but now it's this little garden pavilion area. It's it's. It kind of looks like a gazebo. It does kind of yeah. look like a gazebo with a porch. That, yeah, I mean, looks like a few steps. Yeah, a, a traditional gazebo roof is is more kind of roundish. This is more octagon. Yeah, this is yeah not not as not as much, but you know what? That's that's where you go. It definitely looks old worldy. Um, you know, it, as far as the number of acts they've had there, it's tough because no one really gave two shits about most of the stuff in Disney on the internet until like the mid two thousands. There wasn't a whole lot out there. So, I want to say I I would actually disagree with that. I want to say the a lot of the acts got more traction the further behind you go. You wouldn't have such diehard fans of some of these acts if. They didn't get the attention that they got. Like, I couldn't find a whole lot. Going no, back you're not gonna before find 2008, I couldn't find a whole lot. They rotated them out a lot. They did. But I, but Germany was one of the ones that didn't like have that boy bandish kind of cult following. But I see less and less people watching them now than they do then. And I'm one of those less and less people, and as a guy who was uh, in a band that loved live uh, performances and performing for people, that's on me. I I always say I love live music, and yet when I'm in Epcot, if it's not at uh, Garden, or not Garden Rocks, but whatever the food and wine, food and wine rocks is, eat to the beat, I I don't stop much, and and that's, that's on me. But going back... The earliest I could find much of is in 2008, um, running all the way up to 2016, this is only during the Christmas season you could catch Helga, 
with her nutcracker and she just told traditional German holiday stories to you know the adults and the kids and and stuff like that this is part of the Christmas around the world event that they would hold in Epcot where you could get a different Christmas story and stuff like that in all the different uh, countries I would actually think this would be a lot of fun to catch uh, 2014 would have been the great time to go because that was that that Helga uh um now in 2016 and and christmas of 2017 you had margaret almer and the bavarian band performing there in the uh the schnitzel hut um it was it it was it was a a three-piece well it had a two-piece ensemble that performed behind her a guitarist and a uh a a part-time keyboard player which was also the guitarist and then a guy playing the squeeze box and then you have margaret singing who was self-proclaimed jodel queen of austria so 2017 to 2018 you had weissenbaum which was a traditional four-piece bavarian folk group that would play uh bavarian music as well as Wait, no. Well, I, yeah, I know. And I, I didn't want to repeat the word traditional, so I repeated Bavarian, so go with it. All right. Um, but they would also play Bavarian Oompa-style takes on pop hits. Kind of like, I guess, Weird Al does. Yeah, I would assume. But it was accordion. And and that's that's what they did. They were a lot of fun, uh, allegedly. Um, now, Festival Time in 2018 and 2019 saw... A band that I wanted, I would have liked to have caught, caught Dirch and Dirch. <laughs> were they twins? <laughs> Sorry. Please tell me they were twins and that their parents just no. couldn't figure out another name. No, there name. were four of them. They were German. <laughs> no, they were a Rothstein uh, cover band. No, but they, they could have been, though, because they were like, you know, 19, 20, 21, 22. They were like young, a, a young, like a, like a German garage band. Um, th- their music was kind of this pop rock reggae. And they would perform covers of popular Christmas carols, so, along with some originals, because they typically showed up around Christmas time. So Christmas ska. Christmas ska. Not so much the ska, no <laughs> oh, more. Christmas ska, oh, Christmas ska. <laughs> Adam, actually, they play O Tannenbaum, and it kind of has a ska feel to it, a little oh bit of a reggae God. feel to their O Tannenbaum. <laughs> and they sing it in English, and they sing it in German. Um, they they were there for 2018 and 2019, and they kind of, they didn't quite overlap. But like when they weren't there, this other band—that's <laughs> not even a band. This other performance group was there called the Groovin' Alps. I've seen them before. Think, <laughs> think jammers in lederhosen, yeah, with ladders. Yep. They basically played drums up and down on... As a percussion group, they had some ladders. Oh. They played drums on them with okay. like a couple pots and pans to clink on. Um, one of them climbed the ladder and then went all the way down. But it was like only five. Went what? All the way down? <laughs> but only five of them because there were only five rungs. Um, hmm. and, and they managed to get two bookings, 2018 and 2019. And then earlier this year, before quarantine hit, you had German award-winning rock band... Nebendig, they were there performing uh, in the Gingerbread Shack thing, and it's probably their tiniest venue because they're actually pretty popular in in, in Germany. And uh, Lynn Testa was a fan, so they made it. 
that's quite a. That's, I know I've seen a bunch a of down. bands there. <laughs> yeah, I just, there's you know. Wasn't I, there a German? The I I remember wasn't the there a German like metal? Maybe I'm making shit up. Like a German metal band at some point. Maybe not. Me- okay, maybe I'm totally a, making shit up. I don't know if it was metal. They had it was a, a Canadian guitar. metal band. Okay, maybe that's yes. what I'm thinking of then. Well, after La Bendig left, which again, like I said, more than one Disney whatever dot web website said they were like the best musical act in Epcot during um, whatever the the January festival is. That farts. Yes. I like art. I like that too. festival a lot. Um, after they left for their European tour, which, spoiler alert, was closed down pretty quick, uh, Disney had Julia Schieser and her band came through. And uh, it was just her singing, some people behind her playing instruments, whatever. Uh, I checked out some of her YouTube videos. She can actually, she's like a really good singer. She's got several videos of her singing the songs from the new Aladdin. And uh, it's it. They're really good. If you've ever wanted to hear um, a whole new world with German, uh, it works. Ish. It's a whole new world. <clears throat> and I, I lied when I said I didn't have any German jokes. I didn't have that one written. That was off the cuff, Adam. That hurt <laughs> everywhere. That was so bad. <laughs> Like, so bad. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. After doing, doing this research, um, I, mm-hmm. I actually I can't wait for Epcot to get, or Disney or the world in general, to get kind of back to normal where we can have more live performances and stuff because I feel like I've missed a, a lot of chances to catch live music from smaller performers uh, just by hurrying from one spot to the next, the next, the next. And I just need to take take my time going through uh, the different pavilions in Epcot and, 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 and catching some of these performances when they come back. I know off-kilter is gone forever. Correct. R.I.P. Now, well, they're not dead. They're just not they're there. They're dead right. to all of us because we can't see them. No, they're still... I think they still perform, but just not in okay. Epcot. Are you exactly. going, Probably somewhere are you in Florida, going off I would property bet. to see them? I really didn't see them all that much when they were on property. Well, then the answer would be no, you're not. So. (laughs) Now, I've covered, like, all but one entertainment act in Epcot that is still performing. Uh, Tim, do you want to handle this one? Yeah, we'll get to that one, but we're going to start small and then work our way up to that. So as you're walking around the Epcot World Showcase promenade, the first thing you come across is the trinket cart. Trinkin? And from Trinkin. You know, it says Trinkin Coca-Cola on the side. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's what you can get there. You can get Coke, a Jumbo Pretzel, Schaffelhofer on draft, or Beck's on draft. Yeah. And you can also get them in a Sylvanier Stein. But it's also weird, if you hang a little bit of a left, there's also another beer cart farther into the pavilion, which you can get the same things. But you can also get a, a Warsteiner Dunkel, a seasonal draft beer, and a Riesling. There's your dunkle, Mikey. Yep. I know. So then let's move on to Caramel Coochie. The only <laughs> thing you need to know about this place is that everything has Werther's caramel sauce on it. Everything. 
It's so good. They do sell toffee fang, which is the only thing that I would probably eat from this place because I do not like caramel that mm -hmm. much. Have you, have you, the, so I'm, I'm assuming the answer is no, but you should get the <laughs> apple cookie with the caramel. Like apples. Oh, what the fuck? You're so fucking <laughs> <But> American. Do... <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in Germany right yeah, now. Yeah, in Germany so... right now. Well, then you're un-German as well. They do sell Stroopwafels, which I love Stroopwafels. The Stroopwafels are delicious. But you gotta heat them up. Gotta have hot chocolate. But no caramel Stroopwafels. No caramel. And literally everything I in like here has caramel in it. They've got so, a... I mean, does it totally smell like a Werther's? Like, oh, yeah. Have you oh. ever been in there? Totally. Oh, I gotta mm -hmm. go in here because I miss my have granny. Have you You've never, never been? been in... Oh, never mind. The... Every... Really? No, oh, no, Look because both asking. times I've gone into the Germany pavilion area in the promenade uh, the has been promenade. to go to beer garden. Yeah, it's so I spent good. more time in Germany doing the scavenger hunt a couple months ago. They have, um, if if you like caramels, they have um, like boozy, like caramels that are infused with uh, booze and liqueur. They are yeah, the caramel so, flight. yes, they're so good. Yeah, yeah really? it's so good. Ooh, I want to try this yeah. next I mean, time. I love caramel flavor, and like like on ice creams and, and stuff like yeah. that. But I don't really like to eat caramels because it's effort. There's the so I used the, to love eating them the, as a kid. The apple cookie with the caramel drizzle is just a tiny bit of caramel. If you don't like a whole lot of caramel, um, the caramel popcorn steer clear from because that yeah. shit gets stuck That's in your teeth like. A motherfucker. Oh. And okay. I love caramel corn, but they serve it warm. So, uh, the, so it is good, so no. good, but I spend hours digging it but out of the back so of my good. mouth. That's, toothbrush. Okay. That's getting your money's worth. That's <laughs> entertainment value, Maria. It's not entertaining for <laughs> anyone some for later. to just watch me that. walk around with my hand halfway down <laughs> my throat. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'd get a kick out <laughs> of it. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a, a German chocolate chip cookie with pecans that I'd like to try, but I'm sure it's drizzled Ooh. with caramel. It, I'm sure it is. I like pecans. Mm. I'm in, Tim. So I, I think Germany is one of the only places in Epcot where every store has alcohol in it. Yes. So you're moving on to Wine Keller, where you can have... You can buy wine by the bottle or wine by the glass, and you can get a flight of wine and a cheese board. Ooh. Ooh, wait a second. Why haven't I done that yet? I haven't either. either. I, why? No one told me there was cheese. Yep. <laughs> I want to say, didn't Shweshka do the wine tour around Epcot once? Uh, he I made it like halfway through and got drunk to drink the Well, it's only the no. wine tour through Epcot's only three stops. Yeah, the wine it's, tour is not it's much. Italy, well, he did, Germany, he did like a wine tour, and... bourbon, and something else on No, oh. he did a flight tour where he got every flight he can get in Epcot. Oh. Yeah, that's that a bad idea. idea. Yeah, that was a flight. So he did a sake flight. He did a tequila, tequila flight. He did Scotch. he did a bunch. He did a few. Yep, the wine flight, and then he, another he wine did a bunch flight, of flights. and probably another wine flight. There's only three, I think. Yeah, There's, uh, three Italy, flights. France, and Germany. And Germany. Yeah. You also can get your Schaffelhofer, some uh, Doppelbacks, some Hefeweiss, and your Dunkel again. And um, there's uh, four different liqueurs. Uh, apple liqueur, pear liqueur, and Mozart pumpkin liqueur. And a fig vodka. Ooh. 
Can See, we, I'd be afraid that's super sweet, though. Can we back up to the pumpkin liqueur? Really. The, so the pumpkin liqueur is seasonal. Because I know a it gal. Just, yeah, it just came back out. Um, Disney Food Blog yeah, just posted the, about it. Yeah, I just yeah. watched the video today yeah, of Disney you? Food Blog. Nice. Yeah, and this is, all, this is the um, updated menu list from Touring Plan, so they have it out right I'd now. be in um, for everything except for the Riesling, because I don't... I'm not a big fan of liqueurs. Neither am I. Oh, see, I I can do. They're usually super syrupy and super sweet. But a little bit over ice, I'm good. That I, I can can't do, do it. But sweet wines, I Maybe can't do. Maybe some poured over some ice cream. Mm. Yes. Yes. Some vanilla ice cream. And a pumpkin float, like vanilla ice cream. What? Yes. There's what? Yeah, pumpkin ice cream. Vanilla ice cream, some soda, not like, like real a cream soda. pumpkin float. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cream With soda. Pumpkin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we have we have not armchair imagineered like foods. <laughs> no, that'd be kind of <laughs> hard to do. Yeah, yeah I, my, my part would be quick. <laughs> yeah, my part would be real quick. I don't cook. <laughs> Chip and Dale figure it out. <laughs> so moving on to Epcot's. Quick service, uh, Germany Pavilion's quick service restaurant at Summerfest. They have a bratwurst, uh, frankfurter with a noodles gratin. Yes. Instead of schnicken schnick noodling. Mm, yeah, the schnicken noodles. Yeah, yummy. Oh, uh, traditional cold potato salad with eggs. And for desserts, you have apple strudel, black forest cake, you know, the f- typical fountain be- beverages and Dasani water. You can get Schaffelhofer. Schaffelhofer and a souvenir stein. Bex, your dunkle again. It's a gluten-friendly sorghum beer. A Riesling. And a beer flight. I feel like the sorghum beer is going to be like our root beer. Yeah, probably. Really? It's about the same kind of flavor, right? Like like a yeah. sassafras. Like a spiced, yes. creamy soda huh. kind of thing with some bite. Like a Barks. That sounds German. Barks has bite. It does. <laughs> so moving on to the sit-down restaurant, and that's Beer Garden. And Beer Garden is an Oktoberfest-themed German buffet set in nighttime town square. You have dimly lit building facades decorated with flags, bright fabrics, and glowing lampposts. The seating in Beer Garden is stadium-type seating. There's three levels, and they're community tables. So... Each table seats eight people. If your party has less than eight people, you're likely going to be sat with some strangers. And if you're cool with that, it can be a lot of fun. We always, The only times we've ever been has been with large groups, so we've always sat with people we knew. And then we took over a whole section of the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did. I wonder for, how... Uh, so, obviously, Beer Garden isn't open right now. No, right now it's not open. Okay. So at the beginning of each day, they tap a beer keg and they elect a mayor, a burgermeister, and they give the burgermeister a stein of that of beer from that keg. And those guys are the uh, Oktoberfest band. They come out multiple times a night and they play German folk music, but they're most notably known for playing Ein Prosit, which is a German cheers song. Everybody knows it as a Sikisaki song. Oi, oi, oi. Yep. <laughs> yes. 
They also have those super long Ricola yes. horns, is what I call them. Alpenhorn. Yes, the Alpenhorn. They the the best is when they get the kids out on the dance floor and have the kids dancing. It's it's a lot of fun to watch. So it's a German buffet. It's forty six dollars for adults, twenty five dollars for kids, and you have salads, rotisserie chicken, potatoes, schnitzel, sausage, sauerkraut, meatballs, meatloaf, and assorted desserts. For kids, there's mac and cheese, hot dogs, green beans, and chicken. And this is where you can get a liter of beer. It's an amazing thing. It is. <laughs> yes. You can get a beer flight uh, with Bex, your Dunkel, Ludwig Weiss beer, and the Schaffelhofer Pink Grapefruit Hefeweizen. Or you can get a half a liter or a liter of each one of those themselves. They have a whole list of German white wines and red wines. And... You can also get Jägermeister. Fuck. Which that I don't know shit. why anybody nope. would want to do that. Nope. But you can get a shot nope. of Jägermeister or Barrenjäger, which is honey and bourbon. Nope. Mm hmm. Ooh, I didn't know Barrenjäger. Well, yeah. But, um, pro tip because we've eaten here a few times get the flight and then get the yep. leader. So this way you can figure out what your taste is. I mean,. If you've never tried a German beer, it might not be to your liking. So I would definitely get the flight first. Yeah, the flight is, yeah, the flight is five ounces of each beer. And then once you try that, then you can get your liter of everything else you want. So I don't the think I've ever are... had anything other than Schafferhofer. As far as I've like... never had the Schafferhofer. So there. Is, are, is German beer any different than... It... it depends. The darker beers are more flavorful in my opinion a majority of the time they have double box german double box and just well the, there's a the there's just a dark pilsner yeah they're usually darker they're more robust they're not like your pale ales and like the ipas right. that we get here she's drinking a seltzer yeah yeah, yeah. fair she's probably story. like a white beer more pale than a seltzer damn <laughs> that's normally what i get is one of the wheat beers yeah yeah i actually i'm not a big dark beer fan but i do like the dunkel from here Beer Garden is one of my favorite uh, buffets on property. Just yeah, you can get fat. I, I really enjoy quickly the food. Beer Garden. Yeah. The last time we were there, we had how many people? Thir- All of thirty-six them. or something like that. A lot. I don't want to talk. I there were a lot. <laughs> Just a lot. My <laughs> one complaint is that it is real. It is super dark in there, and it gets super loud. Yeah. I can yeah. deal with loud. I can close my ears, but I can't open my eyes any wider. <laughs> I don't see well in the dark. I sat down at the wrong fucking table last time we were there, Tim. <laughs> well, you're half blind, too, so that doesn't, doesn't help. Yeah, it d- does not help, but I, well, there's I, a, there's I, love, a theme with I love this buffet. Outdoor, indoor restaurants at Epcot, mm-hmm. they're super dark. Mexico is super dark. <laughs> I mean, obviously, sci-fi is supposed to be super dark. Yeah. Yes. The other thing is that this restaurant is currently open. They are not doing the buffet. They are doing family style. So they bring you the food okay, to the table. Well. Interesting. It's sort of like Ohana. If you've ever eaten at yep. Ohana, Ohana is family style. So they'll bring as much as whatever you want, but... So right, is but uh, it, Garden Grill. Yes. But there's so much different stuff. I kind of like they, the family style better. Bring? Whatever you want. Like, do they have all of the items from the buffet and they just bring it to you? I I, I would assume it's a limited. I don't know what the menu is. Like a, 
I know they have all the brats and all that. I'm sure they have a lot of the cold salads. They'll just bring a platter out with a little bit of each, and then you can ask for, for, more. for more of whatever huh. you want. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the way they did it at, at Garden Grill. Of course, it wasn't a buffet. They had, like, you know, here are the different meats options we have, and mm -hmm. they all they brought all the meats out and put on the table, and that was a really good meal as well. I'm just hungry right now. I'm sorry. Tim did not help no, uh, <laughs> with his segment. Yeah, walking past there and just smelling Beer Garden and even Summer House, uh, Summer Fest. Yes. It, it makes you hungry every time you pass there. It just, that's just World Showcase in general, I think. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I could I could tear up some anything at any of the pavilions right now. Maybe not the UK. Yeah, I'll go fish and ships. Now I'll just go Who's to the UK it? to get the McCallum flight. <laughs> I will have eaten before I got there. You're Liquid absolutely diet. right. I don't. Well, the food wasn't awful. It just wasn't as crazy as everybody thought it would be. The way people made it out, it's like, oh my gosh! And it wasn't Are you talking about beer garden? Yeah. Oh. No, not beer oh. garden. The uh, um, I enjoy beer garden a lot. It's fun. I don't. I didn't care for. Yeah, it. I enjoy the, the atmosphere. Rose, Rose and Crown. The British place. I can't Rose think of it. Y'all just said it. Rose I'm and Crown. Yeah. That place, yes. Haven't been there, would, wouldn't know. By the time I get that part of World Showcase, I'm thinking about going home because that's like the, the end for me. So, okay. Any any anywhere else you can eat down there, Tim? That's it. I mean, yeah. God, do you need any more? I mean, almost every building you can get food or, <laughs> or booze at. Well, and you know what? There's even one building you can buy booze and other shit at, right, Maria? Yeah. yeah. You, so, I'm going to talk about the shopping. So, of course, they give the chick the shopping section of the pavilion. It's really stereotypical, guys. I'm kind of upset about it. Uh, that, that, and you know what? That is, that is the theme of the Germany pavilion. Stereotypical and sexist? Yes. Cool. Awesome. No. no. <laughs> so, mm -mm. <laughs> there, are, there are eight different would, shops. Would you have been less upset if I'd have given you food? Uh, I would have been fine with. I'm fine with shopping too. I'm just. Well, we gave the fat guy the food, so. Yeah. No. I gave the cook the food. <laughs> and you gave what? Who did you give the shopping to? I gave. Well, it was either the gay or the girl. <laughs> I gave one of the two. <laughs> I, I gave details to Adam. So I'm I wanted not, something easy. So I'm not detail so you got oriented. Okay, cool. That's fine. It's all right. <laughs> So let's talk about shopping, because I'm a girl and that's all I do. Oh, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> You're drinking a seltzer, <laughs> and that's where you lose right. <laughs> Good day, sir. All right, um, shop. There's actually there are a lot of fucking shops in this pavilion. There's eight different shops, and they're not. None of them are very big, so. There would be nine if you count Carmel Cooch as a shopping venue, but I think mm. it would well because there's things outside of the pastry case, well, paste the the caramel case that you can buy separately. But I would still kind of consider that a food venue. So we're gonna go in order, and we're gonna start clockwise next to the caramel Cooch. So after the caramel cooch is the Die Weinox X, which is the Christmas shop, which is German for "Yo, we got Christmas shit in here." 
and I love going into this shop because we. Did you learn that from Rosetta Stone? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> so it's legit. Okay. Yeah, it's totally legit, guys. Um, so this is where you're going to find your Christmas ornaments, your um, German Christmas pickle, which, by the way, is not a German tradition at all. It's totally an American German tradition. I don't know yes. where that mm-hmm. shit came from, but they don't do that shit in Germany. Nobody hides a pickle in their fucking Christmas tree. I don't like where what. Only Americans. Hide your pickle in other places. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, Tim, if you're hiding your pickle in places, that's a problem. We need to talk about the size of your pickle, okay? Because if it's hidden and they can't find it, that's... Never mind. Okay. It's like a gherkin. It's, it's a, is it a sweet gherkin or a sour gherkin? Okay. With them bread and butter. Depends oh. if he's taking a shower or not yet. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, so you can get the the non-German Christmas pickle bullshit in there. Um, there's a lot of Christmas decor in there, too. So there's tree skirts and towels and tea sets. And there's Christmas clothing. And the, so the last time we were in the shop, I fell in love with these laser-cut wooden Christmas village figurine sets. Um, I feel think so i was looking them up on on google today and i couldn't find like i was specifically looking them up for the christmas shop in germany and i couldn't find them but the brand that i found online was called mueller or mueller however you i guess however you would say it um bueller right and they are expensive uh 170 150 for like a less than a foot like square foot of this figurine they're beautiful um they're really really cool but i am too poor to buy any any of that so i might just get a christmas ornament instead because <laughs> they're really pretty the, the christmas ornaments they have in there are the glass ones um and they're usually really pretty so and then after you go to the Christmas shop, you move into the Stein House, which means Stone House, if you translate it to American. Not English, American. Because <laughs> we speak differently. Um, so here, I know, it's, I know it's a shock, guys. You're gonna find Steins here. No. Yes. Mind blown. I know, right? So it's a um, it's a it's a Stein are, Mart. It's a Stein Mart. <laughs> the Steins. Have you ever looked at the prices of these Steins in this? Yes. Uh, yeah. Holy shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting until so you get expensive. to the Cuckoo Cuck store. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, but actually, I don't think that anything within the Germany Pavilion is really what we would call affordable gummy bears they're all good the well, parabo. <laughs> um that's maybe the only thing uh so you're gonna find steins of course you're gonna find some drinkware drinking themed clothing and um there's gonna be a couple germany themed clothing as well there was a t-shirt the last time we were in the store there was a um a men's t-shirt that had two big like uh liters of beer like clinking together and you could see the hands and it said something in German and the 
I could tell that the bottom word was, oh fuck, I forget what it, I knew it was woman. Todd and I were talking about it and, and Todd took German. So he told me that the word was woman. So it was some probably some kind of like fucking sexist, like drink beer because you're a man and not a girl, you know, like one of those things. I don't know. But they have uh, drinking themed clothing in there, which is usually pretty funny. Um, after Weinhaus, or no, not Weinhaus. I'm looking at the next word. After Steinhaus is the wine keller, which Tim already talked about. So other than the bar, the little bar area, which by the way is very small. Like you're getting maybe two people at that bar, maybe, to buy things. And the rest of the area is the register and then the the shelving. So you can buy German wines. Um, They usually carry an ice wine as well, which is gross and disgusting because it's way too fucking sweet. Um, German liqueurs, German chocolates, wine glasses, cookbooks. And then, of course, you can do a tasting at the counter, which Tim talked about. And then after they get you good and, like, liquored up, then you walk into the most fucking expensive store, I think, in all of Epcot, which is Kunstenbeet in Kristall. What'd you call me? Which means shit covered in crystals. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the Germans have multiple words for shit. Uh, yes. Is what I'm getting <laughs> I'm from, noticing from this. That. You might look if at that Rosetta Stone Google, subscription If you put again. it in Google Translate, Google Translate is going to say shit covered in crystals. That's because it has that monotone robot voice. Okay. You are so insensitive, Maria. That is hurtful. Um, so put your hands in your pockets and don't touch anything <laughs> in the store. Okay? Because <laughs> also, do not take your children anywhere near the entrance of this pavilion because everything is breakable. Everything is fragile. It will all shatter. Just don't touch anything. Um, so most of the stuff are crystal figures of Disney characters. Um, some of them are covered, well, actually, a lot of them are covered in crystal rhinestones. They have an Elsa figurine right now that is, it's less than a foot high, um, but it's around $5,000, 5500 So it's like the German Arebus so, Brothers. Yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. It, they are ridiculously priced. Um, Madoos. It. I mean, yeah. They're, it's beautiful, but it's so expensive. Um, but they also have, they have a jewelry section where Mikey, you could buy Stephanie a tiara. <laughs> she got one last year at prom. Well, I'm just saying that this one would be much nicer. Mischief managed. Carry on. (laughs) There's also earrings and necklaces. Um, The tiaras, I have to say, are... And I don't mean to offend anybody who might have bought a tiara from this crystal store. Shit covered in crystal store. Um, They are way more expensive than I would ever spend on a tiara. (laughs) Because, no. Do you have daughters? Um, I, I have a bonus. Yes. Okay. I have a bonus daughter. Okay. But she she's, not a, she's not a tiara's princess. Okay. Kinda. So, I mean, so she was when she was younger. you're looking about Tree Fitty. 
At least. On a tiara. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the other cool thing is that you can also watch... So they have an engraver in the store as well who is sitting behind um, a plexiglass kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, wall. Barrier. Oh. Yeah, wall. Thank you. And he, he or she works on uh, personalizing... Some of the picture frames, the pens, the the figurines, if you want that personalized. Um, they work on personalizing with their um, engraving gun. So you can watch them work as well. Uh, but basically none of us are buying anything from this store because none of us have that kind of money. At all. Yeah, I, I don't want a TR. I don't think it would stick in my hair. It definitely would not. <laughs> at all because you don't have any uh-uh. <laughs> uh, after after we exit the crystal shop we're going to go across the pavilion and we're going to go down the uh, right hand side now the first store that we go in towards the back of the pavilion is called Dare Teddy Bear which means the teddy bear <laughs> <laughs> and this is, <laughs> this is the toy store so you're gonna find the plushes um the german toy trains which are also still very expensive um so the germany pavilion the the toy shop focuses on the german uh stories the german fairy tales so snow white rapunzel those are the ones that you're gonna find the most product for um, you're going to find the, the, actually, they didn't really have dresses for little kids. They more had doll clothing, which I was really surprised about that they didn't have like the full size, um, dresses for the little kids. They just had the doll clothing to go on the dolls, at least from the couple of things that I was able to find. Um, you can oddly enough find some Duffy items here. Well, he's a teddy bear. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but he's not German. Yeah, I want to say at one point they had Duffy clothes for in each land. Oh, really? Yeah. See, in I don't each, know yeah. I don't know why and I don't know if this is accurate, but I always think of Duffy as a UK like like as an English character. He's, he's, he's not. not. No, yeah, he's I Mickey's don't... best friend or like he's actually really big in Japan. And Hawaii. Yeah. Which so that would make sense that it would be in the Japan Pavilion, which I don't think I've ever really seen anything Duffy in the Japan Pavilion. But I I was I don't know I was in, it was a little shocking to see it not shocking. Well, they have like a like really odd. expensive stuffed Donald Duck in that store too. Um, their teddy bears are sixty four fucking dollars. Well, they're stiff, aren't they? You mean you didn't yes. get each of your boys one? I don't understand. No. <laughs> Are you kidding? My boys like to dissect whatever the hell they can dissect. I know. So the the legs would be pulled off. Well, they're jointed, so they... you can pop them right back on. Oh, great. Thanks. That's no. We're not doing that. Um, so, but you can also buy some non-Disney characters in that in that teddy bear store. Like, like the actual German teddy bears that are supposed to be really well-made and really expensive and I'm um, no, my children are not getting those. And then after Dare Teddy Bar, we're going to Volk Volksunst. 
Which means Volkskunst. what? Kind of I shit. Yeah, what kind of shit is this? <laughs> it, it means clocks and shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this, um, this shop, I, I think when they had first, so on the outside of the, if you enter from the like center of the pavilion, the, the outside of the store says the clock shop over on the right hand side or says something about clocks, clock shop or the clock shop on the right hand side. Um, so I'm assuming that when the pavilion first opened that this was solely a store that sold cuckoo clocks. Um, it still has cuckoo clocks in there, but it's only on the one wall. Like it's a very, it's a small corner of the store. The majority of the of this small store is German sports team clothing and um, German candy and snacks, which you sh- probably would want to change the name of the store so that it's not clocks and shit. Well, this is the end shit. It's the end shit. Yeah, well, I guess this is the end shit. But probably move Um, more of them shirts and chocolates than they do them clocks. That's true. Because who the hell is going to the German... I almost said Jamili. The German pavilion. (laughs) I don't know. Who's going to the German pavilion to buy a cuckoo clock? Like, truly, how many of these do they move in a day? Probably not a lot, but somebody who wants a, like a Black Forest cuckoo clock, but has never been to Germany and can never go to Germany, they would have to buy one from there because they're actual handmade German cuckoo clocks. Like I'm pretty sure you could find those on the internets. They're more money. Well, believe it no, or not, these are really expensive. No. I mean, we priced some of them, and a couple of them were four or five digits. Well, but I I'm mean, sure. a lot, uh, when you buy them from an actual like dealer or like this, they like have all these guarantees and they tell you how to set the shit up. And I wouldn't, f- yeah. I wouldn't want to play with this just by hey, I'm gonna buy this off eBay and I get this thing and I'm like, so, yeah. You, okay, so they're gonna show you how to set all this up and then you're gonna carry it around. No, with you, you have for it the rest shipped home. You, you can get it shipped home. home. Oh yeah, but that's true. All right, this stop is, coming this at is me a with your facts and your AKC logic. papered. Cuckoo clock, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> all right, that the dogs will just swat at, and the cat will just swat yeah. at the things well, going well, up and down. What would be ACC for cuckoo clock? <coughs> it may be. Well, I mean, there's a K in cuckoo somewhere. CKC. Well, I like the store because this is where you can get the low and surf, extra hot, spicy mustard from. Yes, that stuff is oh, really, really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. we used to get it. Our neighbor and friend around the corner was a. Um, international flight attendant one of her favorite runs was to go to germany and she'd come back all the time with this mustard she's she went domestic huh. now so she only flies local but so i miss that mustard so every time we go to germany i have to get some you grab a it's bottle it's, all fuck, though. it's like ten dollars for like a Is little really? jar yeah oh my god yeah she used to be able to get it for like one it or two like euros a dollar for a tube like a toothpaste tube size tube of oh my god you know, so it's ridiculous uh, the next shop after Volksunst. Clocks and shit. <laughs> Volks- yeah, clocks and shit. Is uh, Das Kaufhaus, which is um, traditional German shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is. This like is cuckoo clocks and caramel candies no, and no, beer no, no, no. and wine. No, this is where. You are going to be the master of all 
German festivals that you ever go to because this is where you're gonna buy your fucking lederhosen. Ooh, and, and your drindle your drindle dress. And your Derek, clogs. You want to talk about they're expensive there too though. I know. Well that's why I'm saying every single store in this pavilion is horribly expensive. Like you're not getting anything cheap except for the Haribo gummy bears that you could buy at your local seven eleven. Um don't you can also those. get felt hats. You don't have 7-Elevens? No, we got to come and go. And shit. And shit. That <laughs> sounds like my Friday nights in college. Okay, never mind. Um, oh, my. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Guys, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> kind of. So you're going to also buy leather belts and suspenders there. Leather suspenders. For an extra pair for your lederhosen. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. And petticoats and stuff to go under the drindle dresses. Um, I'm not. I'm not buying traditional German garb. In but you look so either. cute. She'd look like a little garden gnome. No. You, you I, could be no. 2020's Helga. <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. Um, so that makes that takes us all the way around the pavilion, and then they do have one kiosk, kind of like right in front of where the friendship boats would dock, um, right in f like kind of catty corner to it, is a glass kunst, which is um, mm, a, what why, what is that glass and shit? <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. I'm, I just want to say shit and coots. Coots means art. Shit and coots. By the way. Yes, it's the it's 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 the little art area that you can. Actually, a lot of what they do is the personalization stuff that can't be done inside the crystal house or the crystal store. So they'll send it out there, as well as there's a couple of like the pens that you can buy and have personalized and some of the wooden picture frames that you can have personalized. Um, but then you can also buy some art pieces out there, some prints as well. And shit. So if you're going to go shopping in the Germany pavilion, you better bring your plastic or empty out an ATM beforehand. We'll get really wasted in any of the other stores, and then you won't know how much you're spending. And then make really bad decisions, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah make poor decisions using your magic band. Here's my magic band. Get home. I have to put in my code now. Look. Then I tried to say it once, it didn't work out well. Honey, what's my pin? I don't even know. Guys, come here. So what's my pin? It's all right. Kellen will know it. It'll yeah, be I fun. Want it. I, w I want it. It's pretty. I feel like this conversation has actually happened before. No, I don't. I wouldn't remember. She's going to wake up in a hotel room in a petticoat. Like, That's so not true. Happened? Because I can, I can picture this screaming, why did you let me buy this? I wake up the next morning. I'm like, dude. Todd's, Todd's and Lena was in there three times. It's too small. From? Why did I buy? Why'd you let me buy a fucking cuckoo clock? How much is it, that? Six thousand dollars. We are taking this shit back. I hope they take returns because I am not taking this home. 
Well, well why did I let you? Well, because you started crying because you really, 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 really wanted it. And you it. know what is going to happen? <laughs> the top of the hour, that little bitty some bitch comes on top of it. You're going to go, oh. <laughs> no, she's not. She's going to go make it stop. I have the worst hangover, and that noise nope. is cutting right through my head. Nope. Let me tell you, actually, okay. So <laughs> it's a good thing my mother-in-law doesn't listen to this because for our wedding present, she gave us a clock that hangs in our living room. And at the hour and the half hour, the sides would open and like little parts would spin on the inside that you could watch and it would play a different song. And it was so fucking annoying that I turned that shit off. (laughs) And it hasn't played music in probably seven and a half years. (laughs) We had a Disney cuckoo clock once. We still have it. It broke. broke. Oh, no. Did you buy it in Epcot? It was a gift. Somebody gave it to us as a gift. It was a gift. Oh, and then one slammed door and it fell off the wall and Oh no. <laughs> Man, I've never been into I don't think a single one of these stores in the Germany Pavilion. We walked through all fun. of them. Yeah. They're really fun to window shop in. Yeah, window shop. <laughs> and it, it, you mentioned Marie uh, that the kids Marie, need uh. to put their hands in their pockets and I subconsciously do that when I go into stores because my mom drilled that into my head when I was a child. Like if I go in any place and things look at, look fancy, my hands go in pockets because I have no business picking that up and touching it. Good. You're going to have to put your hands in your pockets throughout this whole pavilion because none of it is anything that anyone should touch. I won't because no, I'll the probably teddy just bears. You can have touch a bear. teddy bear. Have a, have a beer. $65, just you fight. better put that fucking teddy bear down. Okay? Look at it. How are you gonna, How are you going to break a teddy yeah. You d- you never listen. You've met my children. I'm not saying your children. I'm, I'm just saying, saying I'm saying my children. <laughs> Mikey, I, I don't think Mikey. No, would I wasn't a ready teddy bear. teddy bear. No. No. Can um, you imagine Aiden did, running around with a teddy bear in that? I think it's what he could break store? with yeah, a teddy bear. And he brings bear. it to the wrong person, right. and the wrong person buys it for him. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So really what it means is that when I take my kids next time, I need to take somebody who is going to think they're awfully cute with me as yes. well. Because then I won't have to buy souvenirs <laughs> at all. Pretty much. Do you yeah. not know how that works? Get him, yeah, get him to like, sit on the floor I, and cry loud enough. enough. I would just give you a really good suggestion. Make sure the other people do not have kids. Yes. <laughs> Done. Because it won't work. And they both love trains, so I'm sure they would spend hours. Sta- Just well, actually, no, I can't say hours, minutes, because my kids <laughs> don't stand for hours. But they would stand for minutes at the train and watch watch it all go by. Yeah, I would I'd love that. I'll point the cool stuff out, and then they'll they'll and then I'll leave while they're busy looking at it to go get a beer. Yeah, wrapping yeah. this up and shit. I, I again, like I I just. I go to the Journey Pavilion, I get a beer, I go to Beer Garden, and then I move on to the next location. I think the, the, my biggest problem with Epcot is I'm too busy moving. Once you get Epcot, I've done you wrong, and I, I apologize. Uh, good, good show. Good research, everybody. Even you, Adam, you didn't think you had much, but I really enjoyed uh, your insight on why it is the way it is, because I wouldn't have thought twice that it probably had something to do with uh, East German, West German. I mean, they didn't really say it, but that's kind of what I'm assuming. No, yeah, I, it, it makes perfect it makes sense. sense. Yeah. You read between the lions. Yes, I did, and found the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm really tired. Maria, give us some closing remarks and shit for from Germany. Um, 
I don't know any German words, which is why I butchered the ones that I tried to pronounce tonight and all of that shit. Um, no, it was fun. I, I didn't, when I first looked it up and I was like, holy shit, there's eight shops here? I didn't, I, I could name maybe three of them. And the other ones, I guess I just never even really paid attention to. But now that I know that they're there, I need to uh, open my eyes that are in my noggin. That's a German word, right? Noggin? No? Yes? No? Okay. And... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Nine. It, sounds, it sounded German. I don't know. And... Uh, <laughs> Make sure that I save some money before I <laughs> put away a stack of cash before I uh, head back into this pavilion because his shit's expensive. And I'm going to get some cheese and some wine. Because they got the cheese board. Because they got a okay. cheese board. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew indeed. Adam. Yeah. All right, so real talk for a little bit. If I can pull it together for, like, more than five seconds. Nothing set in stone. However, we're looking forward and starting to start thinking about 2021 and the anniversary of Walt Disney World coming up. It's the 50th. So coming up on DVC plans for next October. the last weekend of September first weekend of October we don't have exact dates but if you are a DVC member and you're thinking of going or you want to try to attend something that's when it's going to be around the anniversary there's probably not going to be a major event just right now we're not going to plan anything out we're all going to try to meet up in a park or something but we're not going to ask for money for anything after what went on this year and we don't know what next year really is going to look like as of yet that's all the info I really have right now for y'all and we'll talk to you soon hard to believe that the 50th is like right around the corner yep, just around the river next year. just around just, the uh, river. just over a year I look once more yeah. just around okay. yep nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Tim so a little finish line news. A lot of us are training for or starting to train for Star Wars. And a bunch of us with Apple Watches do the uh, monthly challenges. And uh, some of us have also decided to do somewhat sober September. Coming off of Alcoholic August, we're going <laughs> to cut back our drinking a little bit. I know it's going to be hard. Labor Day weekend is coming up. Well, when this drops, Labor Day weekend will probably already be here and gone. But... <laughs> We're going to try to tone it down a little bit and get to step in with some training for Star Wars. So if you're interested, hit one of us up and we'll motivate each other to not get drunk every day. <laughs> Only on the weekends. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably just going to shoot for cutting back. Well, this was, again, this was, this was, I love doing the in-depth stuff because then I learned something. I learned that I'm going to need a bigger bank account before I can go into Maria's section um, yep. or, or, or Tim's for that matter because uh, I would I would like to get out there and, and get some of them flights and try some of, get that cheese board, I think is where I am, and cheese board right now. So everybody listening at home, thank you uh, for hanging out with us in, in Germany. Uh, this this fine start to September 
And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you in just a little over a month. Yeah. For, I can't for, believe no, it's two so months. soon. Well, it's it's less than two months. No. November. It's in November and it's September right now. Yeah. It's September it's 1st. 1st. Yeah, right now. To- November yes. 14, 13, 14 is BSB. So it's a little yeah, over two months. Yeah, you know. Over two months. How is it two months? It's like dates October, and shit, guys. October, November. He can't Oh, he I know. forgot about October completely. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween. Oh, my God. As we close the show. Did I just hear that correctly? <laughs> do, do what? Did I just hear that correctly? And shit. Yeah, I forgot about October completely. Completely. It's a month between September. Good, because now I got Mikey's more time Mikey's just to... so ready for 2020 to be over. You're right. No, now, just... now I'm excited because now I've got more time to put off making stuff. No, you don't. <laughs> so as we close the show, I want to thank everyone for listening and, and hanging out with us in Epcot today and shit. So uh, <laughs> as we say, this isn't so long. This is a this is a see you real soon and shit. So good night, everyone. Good night and shit. Good night. Stop the shame. Whoop there it is. Whoop there it is. Whoop there it is. Whoop there it is. Upside down and inside out. Let me show you folks what it's all about. And it's time. Some noise, come on. The roof. The roof. The roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. Burn, baby, burn. Disco Inferno. Come on, party people. Throw your hands in the air. Come on, party people. With them like you don't care. Because you were meant for me, and I was meant for you. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Christmas car, oh Christmas car. Right here.